His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. You never know what you're going to get. Blah, blah. It's like, breathe deep, relax. I flunked flunked speech class, by the way. (laughs) That was the only F I ever got in my life. But so anyhow, we're believing he can do miracles. I even have a title for this, believe it or not. You know, he says that you're equipped with everything that you need before you ever do it. So I'm believing in faith that I'm equipped today. Because <laughs> I am really not knowing how this is going to go. When Teresa asked me to share, she said, I'll pray about it. I'm like, this is not what I do. So my first response to myself, not to her, I don't think so. (laughs) Thinking, oh, so-and-so can do it. Oh, they're gifted in speaking. They're funny, and they don't cry. Which, I'm being prepared, but there's always room for miracles. (laughs) But I knew when she mentioned it, you know, you get that, oh, I know I'm supposed to do this. I don't want to do this. So I said to the Lord, what's this all about? Because you know this is out of my comfort zone. Actually, I was dreading it, which I know that's not good either. That's not a good sign. So he began to show me and speak to me about all the times that he had been doing, what he had been doing recently in my life. And so this is kind of, I'm not a good condenser, because I think I have a lot of details that have to be spoken that really don't. So to take the last half of this year and put it <laughs> into a short time, I'm going to try. So he's like, when he pours out so much to you, It's just not to benefit you. It's also to bring encouragement, hope, and freedom to others. It's kind of like bragging on him for what he's done, because it's an incredible work, and bringing glory and honor to him for all that he's done. It's like that's his time. So when you share and you bring forth what he has, It's just not about you. If you cry, if you don't cry, if you say the right things, if you don't say the right things, it's all for the glory of him. And I will cry. I'm sorry. But what I'm sharing has been a real hard work in me over the last few months, more than I ever realized. You know, he gave me an example. You know, he said, before the example, this is called, your days are written. So say that you're in a situation of a really great need, (laughs) knowing that there was no possible way that it could ever be met. 
and someone who loved you and cares about what you are walking through comes along and provides and supplies for that need in such a miraculous way. You know, you wouldn't even be able to restrain yourself. <laughs> you would want to acknowledge them, honor and thank them, and share what you've experienced with everyone you come into contact with, because it meant that much. Because it's your story. Everyone here has one. It's your story. It's your testimony of the times that he's intervened on your behalf. And I've had tons of them. We all have in such incredible ways that reflect his goodness and faithfulness to us and for it to give hope and encouragement to others. So then what was I dreading? Probably, oh, I don't share like them. I might cry, this, that, whatever. But the bottom line is he has done such an incredible work in me without me even realizing I was in such need of it. But he knows all things because my days are written in him. So, what I share is nothing more and but an attitude of just a grateful, thankful heart. This is why it's deep to me, because he loves us so much that when we don't even realize we're in such need, he knows the very depths of us and what we really need. And I was in that place in this last year, well, the, the first part of this year, he's been doing a real deep work in me. One that has very much been needed as I begin to see, as he's been doing it, how much it really was needed. And without me even realizing how deep it was, I had some really deep issues that I was not even aware of. I've needed for a long time to come into agreement and in believing the pure, raw truth of his word. What it says, he means, and it's for you. When his word says something, to look at it and to realize, now that's for me. You can might as well put your name in it. That's how real and true it is. I had a desperate need in my life that I needed in my heart, in my words, in my mindset, in my attitude. And you know, I may be sharing all of this with my circumstances and my situations, but y'all have yours. You just do. We all have them. But it is all a heart issue. But while I'm sharing all of this, I just want you to think of your own situation and actually what he wants to desire, his desire to do in it for you, just like he did for me. 
The Lord's been speaking real strongly to me about his words, the truth of what it says and really means. He said to me, <laughs> you're in the process of becoming what I've designed you to be from the beginning. I don't believe it's just me. I believe it's every one of us. He's got a purpose and a plan for all of our lives. And the process has been very difficult in all of our lives. But it's going somewhere. He said, don't be swayed by what you see and feel in the natural. Look only at what I have written about you. And his word is about us, every one of us, individually. Believe it and trust in it fully. You've paid way too much attention to what you feel and see in life situation. And I have. They have kind of dictated who I am, how I respond, and I've allowed it, which we have a choice in all of it. He said, it's time for that to change. And you know, <laughs> when you're in hard situations, or it was for me, it's easy to kind of wah-wah, <laughs> self-pity, poor me. People know how hard it is, blah, 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 blah. We all have those. <laughs> but he's got something so incredible in it all. And you can wham wham, you can have a bad attitude, and you can do all of that. But it doesn't stop him from doing what he wants to do. Have you ever watched a movie or read a story <laughs> where, and I always, this just always was hard for me. It's like where they started out in their current state. But then the movie goes back and starts what the process was to get them to that state. So it's like they give you what it is, and then here's the process. That's kind of what I want to do today. You see and you know the current. You know us. You walk through everything with us. But in the last few months, there's been a lot happening behind the scenes. you're going to get <laughs> a real vulnerable thing in me today. Sometimes when you go through things, you don't even know why or how you're doing things until he, he reveals it to you. Hopefully, I can stay on track, not go over my time I'm watching, or lose you in the process. I got a lot of this written down because that's the only way I can do it. I'm not like some of these others that just like, they can just pick up, you know. It's just wonderful. I love it when people can do that. I'm not made like that. Psalms 139.16 says, because he's telling me, 
believe my word. Believe what it says. And these are the scriptures he gave me. Psalms 139.16 says, Your eyes saw my substance, being yet unformed. And in your book, they were all written. The days fashioned me, when as yet there was none of them. So he already knew what we were going to go through, what we were going to walk in, and what he wanted to do with it all. So before we came into existence, God had a design for your life. Therefore, nothing you could go through comes as a shock to him. There is no enticing snare of the devil for which God has not already made provision for. So regardless of how you feel about your present circumstances, because that's where I was at, <laughs> the Lord knew you and planned your life and destiny before creation. So all of the culmination of the things that I didn't like and when are they ever going to stop and the whys and the hows and the buts, he knew it all and he wanted to do something with it. Jeremiah 29, 11 <laughs> says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Well, I thought it was incredible because <laughs> my daughter buys me these necklaces that are always prophetic signs. And she had got me this necklace, which I've never worn, which is that very scripture. And I'm like, no, because it's the truth. You have a plan and a hope and a future. In the Passion, Psalms 139.18 is incredible. It says, every single moment you are thinking of me. Every single moment. Ethan was talking about, do you hear this? Listen to this word, this scripture. This is about us. And I'm thinking, every single moment you are thinking of me? How precious and wonderful to consider that. You cherish me constantly in your every thought. Who can do that? We can't even do that. But that's how much he loves us, and that's how much we mean to him. Oh, God, your desires toward me are more than the grains of sand on every shore. I love that. I have thought about that because I cannot even wrap my head around it. You can put a little bit of sand in your hand. You can't even count those grains, let alone on every seashore in the whole world. That's that's amazing to me. It's like, and you have those thoughts for us? How can you do that? God has great expectations in his heart concerning you. Not just me, you. And your life. He believes in you, even if you've never believed in yourself before. And knows with all of his wisdom that you can do all. <laughs> knows in his wisdom that you can do all that he's designed for you. That is amazing to me. In his wisdom, he's known you can do this. You can walk this way. You can fight that challenge. You know, when I was putting this together, and not even just putting it together, but all through the months, you know, we may have been going through things, and you guys have all been there, supported, prayed, um, prophesied, helped, you know, any way you can. And yet, I would go over the directory, that, and I would just look at each family going, wow, 
man, they're going through that. They're enduring that. Jesus, help them with that. Give them strength for that. And I thought, that's what this body is. It's what it does. We have an incredible body here. He has done an incredible work in our lives. All I know, that is, I had come to a place in my life where I was at a crossroads. Not even realizing the depth of it. He had so faithfully brought me to this point. He faithfully brought me to this point. I thought I was dying. And actually I was. I was dying a slow death. Because the poison that was in me that I didn't even know was there was killing me. And I felt like life was leaving me. But yet, he has so much more. He's like, I got so much more for you. It's not over. It was like I had become just so stuck. I couldn't even see. I couldn't feel. I felt dead. Some of it was due to the long, hard past season we've all had. Some of it was generational issues, and some was just by choice. Not realizing how I had allowed it to impact my life, and it wasn't for the better. It's amazing to me how he can use a situation in our lives in his perfect control and timing to suddenly open our eyes and our hearts to reveal areas in our lives that need his divine touch and adjustments. <laughs> and due to his extreme love and mercy for me and all that he has designed me for, some things had to change. Little did I know he had a plan already in the making to address and change where I was and really just to save my life. That's how much he loves us. He knows where we're at. From where it had been, from where it was headed, who would have thought that it would be an accident that would change the course of my life? That seemed to be like one of the worst things that could ever happen at that point is when we were rear-ended. But yet it was the thing that totally opened up everything inside of me. And it wasn't a pretty picture. No, he didn't cause it. The enemy's plan was to bring even more hurt and destruction and hardship. But God had a different plan. He was going to use it for his good and for my good and for his perfect plan. So through the course of time, he gently, I mean gently, and mercifully, revealed and brought a lot of issues and areas to full vision for me. 
he showed me I had allowed a lot of things in my heart that was against him. I had gotten hopeless, discouraged. I know, I, I told Teresa one day, it's like, oh man, I hope my heart's not getting hard. Because after a while, when you're pressed and you get discouraged, and it's a long, long time, and you don't see any changes, you have to really, really weigh all of that. Well, I had some things in me that I believe were a residue from my past, from the years before, that never really fully got totally dealt with. And yet he knew that when I was getting the dealings. That'll be for another time. But you think that you're through it. Hmm. Well, I wasn't. And he used this to reveal some things. And mainly, they were things against him. I had offenses with him. I had a bad concept of who he was as a father. I was frustrated. I had fear. I was bitter. I was angry, really angry. I didn't understand his love. Why has it been this way? How come it had to happen this way? Why did we have to go through this? I don't understand. <laughs> He's like, well, the blame name game is going to have to go. And I'm like, yeah, because it's killing me. All these bad attitudes I had began to define who I was define my attitude toward him. And I didn't want that. And yet, I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. But surrender it to him. I was like, really, Lord? <sighs> Another thing to go through, more doctors, more finances, more restrictions. I don't like being restricted. But he knew the areas in my heart that needed free. And now it was my opportunity to get rid of all the old. But it was my choice. He said, you know, when he reveals these things, it's like, what are you going to do with it? I knew it was the truth. I'd been asking him for help. I'm like, save me, Lord. Save me from myself. Save me from the past. Save me from generational things. He heard every cry. Every cry. It felt like I had so much baggage, not 
just heavy loads. It was like he was, as he was dealing with things, it was just like doing a real good spring cleaning. And I'm like, I didn't like it, but yet you do. It's like, it's time to get out with the old so that there's room for the new. There's a new season. There's new things that I'm wanting to do. And when you're totally filled up with the old, there's not room for the new. He had so many things to teach me, but I had no room for them because I was so full of the old, not realizing I was. I'm like, how come I can't have joy? How come I can't see that in a good light? Because everything was getting clouded in me because of all of my heart issues toward him. And when you have the, our heart issues toward him, you're going to have it with everybody else too. And the worst enemy was myself. You know, he wanted to bring me to a place to change and transform the inaccurate belief system that I had, mainly about him and also about myself. You know, I would always not be able to see me like he sees me. <laughs> Wasn't possible. And yet he wanted that changed. He wanted to cleanse my heart and refresh it because it was dying. He wanted to remove all the old mindsets, the emotions, the lies, and the trust issues that I had with him. And not to blame him like I had been because he was good and to see things in a different light. He wants to restore <laughs> all that the enemy had been robbing for me all my life. He's like, I want to do all these things. Will you let me? And I'm like, can I let you <laughs> is the question. Do I have that in me, even the ability to go, yes, I want the change. I do want it. But I didn't know if I could believe it. And I didn't know if I could trust it. He told me, it's time for a fresh start. I really have good in store for you. And I'm like, Lord, I need you. And I give you permission to go deep within me and bring out every ugly hindrance that keeps me from loving you, walking with you, trusting you, and having hope in you. And not to blame you. So I was in this time for a period of, I don't know, the accident happened the beginning of January. And I was okay, you know, because I had my head concussion. I'm dealing with stuff. So this didn't like surface all of a sudden. But I found myself being very agitated, 
angry with him, angry with everything. And so things began to unfold. I had no tolerance for anybody or anything. I had grace for Mike somehow. I knew I needed to take care of him. But it was like I was angry about all of it. You know what? During that time, when you can't go anywhere, you can't do anything, you can't even think, you can hardly see, he comes into those places. I know this is going to sound really weird, but he actually hand fashions so many things in our lives to use it for us, for good. And that's what he had did with this. He began to open my heart, my eyes, and my mind to his word and actually see. I, I, for some reason, there was a, he took the blinders off. He, he removed the veil, which hadn't happened for a long time. And I'm going, oh my gosh, is that what that really means? That's your word? That's what you feel toward me? That's what you want? All of a sudden, it just became so personal to me. I want to say probably for the first time. He's done this so many times, but the first time for a long time. But I believe I had to really <laughs> search my heart, desire my heart, and really have deep repentance. And he came. He's taken me through a time of not only deep repentance, but everything he would show me, he would reveal to me, be like, oh, God, forgive me. Some of it was deliverance. Yeah, I went through a, a lot of deliverance this time. And it wasn't like everybody prayed for me. It was like, boom, me and him. We can do this together. You renounce it, forgive, renounce, and I'll take care of it. And he did. It's amazing. But mainly, it was all about what was in my heart toward him and myself. Those were the main things. You know, he just came in, and I didn't even know how he did it and when he did it. But over a period of time... I feel like he breathed life into me again. It's like I have hope. I don't look at myself like I used to. I definitely don't look at him and feel toward him like I used to. And I'm like, how'd you do all that? And yet it's been a process. I actually felt like I had a lot of blockages in me that was preventing me from really experiencing all the more that he has for me. You know, you don't want to come all these years and it's like, oh, you fight and you battle and you, and you just 
stay in there. And I mean, you wouldn't do it any different is what Marty said. I'm going, where would I go? What would I do? I wasn't raised in a Christian home. I know what my life was. Whew. There's no way that we would be married. There's no way that our kids <laughs> would ever have what they have. It wouldn't have happened. And yet his grace and mercy has been on us 44 years. That's a miracle. That doesn't happen in my family. Why? I've asked the Lord, why? All my brothers, why do they not desire you? Why do I want you more than anything? Where'd that come from? We were raised in the same home. But I loved going to church. I loved knowing about him. It was like anybody that would take me to church, sure, I'll go with you. I didn't even know about denominations. Didn't matter. I loved what was there. And you know, he put that in me. He chose me for this. He's chose me to walk through what I've walked through because there's a purpose in it, not only for me, but for others. I feel actually like, <laughs> sounds funny because there's no proof of it, but I feel like I've stepped into and onto a road of recovery. In so many areas, so many. That the healing and the joy and the laughter that you cry out for all the time is actually going to show itself. I'm going to be able to walk in something that I've dreamed of, that I've desired of, that I've fought for. And I'm like, no, it's going to happen. I'm looking at all these situations in this church going, no, it's going to happen for them. No, they've struggled in that, and it's going to happen for them. No, you're going to bless them, and it's going to happen. Because we're in a new place and a new time. And he's moving in all of us, whether we realize it or not. Because he's faithful. He loves us. I believe he's bringing restoration, not only to my mind and Mike's mind <laughs> and healing, but also to our bodies, our whole body, and to our hearts. Because I can stand up here and I can tell you this is what we've gone through and you know it all, but y'all have been through the same things. And I just know refreshing is coming. I used to cringe every time it's like oh breakthrough's coming oh blah, blah. and I'm thinking I don't want to hear that anymore because I didn't see it I didn't feel it and it wasn't happening I don't know what he's done in me but I believe with all my heart we're gonna see incredible things when he says that he wants to bless us exceedingly and abundantly above anything we could ever ask or think he means it. It's way beyond our thinking. We're going to see incredible things. 
I'm so thankful for his abundant love and mercy for me. You know, the beautiful thing about him is that it's not about what or how we can and cannot do things. It doesn't matter to him. He'll do it. You're not the obstacle, but he wants your heart. He wants our heart to trust him and believe in him and then rest in all that he will do, not us. And I'm a doer, but he's showing me through a lot of time down. <laughs> when you cannot do, you cannot do. But he will. I don't know how, but somehow he's brought me into a place that I've never, ever been before. I feel more peaceful. I don't know how that happened. Nothing has changed. The circumstances haven't changed. And I think I would say, okay, Lord, if you do this, I'll feel this way. If you produce this, then that'll make it easier, and that'll change me. None of that works. I tried it all. But when we give him who we are in our hearts, our desires, everything about us, he can take it and do oh, such wonderful things. I'd like to share one last thing with you that's so important to me. That I believe that it's actually probably a core in me. Maybe what one of the things I was created for. And I feel like he's just been showing this to me because I never could see it before. It's been a real eye-opener for me. And I've been able to see... I think more like he sees. You know, he was talking to me about our DNA. And I'm thinking, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's kind of like, I'm, me and science are just not together. I'm not a big science person. But he's like, you know, you get your physical DNA from your parents. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I've always looked at things in a real negative sense. That's the other thing he's changing. Just so that I would not be so negative. You know, if you see a glass half, a glass halfway, I would always say, oh yeah, it's half empty. I would never, ever think it's half full. Never. And he's like, that's negative. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's how I see things. So in one of the things he's just really been working with me on is removing that negativity. And here at the beginning of the year, we had this fast. What on? Words, negative thoughts, everything. And he was using it for sure. We receive our physical DNA from our parents. There are so many traits in this, both good and bad. I had a tendency to see all the bad. And both of them can be passed down. The Lord was showing me just because you inherit something doesn't mean that you have to pass it down. I didn't think there was any choice. I thought that's what happened. 
because a lot of things I didn't want to pass down. I didn't want it myself, let alone pass it down. I'd like to withhold all the bad ones from going anywhere. Just kind of like stops here, you know, doesn't go any further. I don't want my kids to have it. I don't want my grandkids to have it. I don't want that to be that line that's passed down. But, you know, he said, when you become my child, you receive my DNA. His DNA is incredible. There's nothing bad in it. It's a spiritual DNA. And this is the inheritance that I want to pass down. Most of us can say we've had a lot of negative baggage passed down over our lives, which I thought it was cool. Marty, when you're talking about remembering, there's, you know, I love it that in this place there are so many kids who have not had that. They've had good things given to them. But there's a lot that haven't either. Some of them are addictions, divorce, depression, low self-esteem, and on and on and on. I believe the Lord's been speaking to me not to be passive and just accept it. I don't know that I accepted it. I just didn't know that there could be any other way. What if, that's what he said to me, what if I raised you up to put an end to it? I'm like, who am I? <laughs> this thing's been on, going on for generations. Who am I that one person's going to be able to stop this? He said, if you start making a decision and draw a line and say, that's it. And start making choices. They will override the negative things that are inherited. That was so encouraging to me. I didn't think there was any hope for anything different. Through the cross and his DNA, he's enabled us to do this. And actually, he's called us to. You can pass down things that will make it easier on your loved ones. After all, our children have enough to overcome, which they do, without carrying around all of our negative baggage. Even if you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your children. Scripture calls this negative baggage an iniquity. I never knew that. I knew iniquity, but I didn't know that that was that negative baggage. Someone down the line has opened the door for these things. So what if you're the one that he's raised up to put an end to it and close the door? I believe I was. I believe that's part of assignment that's on my life. Years ago, he told me, <laughs> that Mike and I, we're beginning a new inheritance for the future seed. We didn't have that, but he was allowing us to start something new. Years ago, Teresa and I had gone to a conference at Morningstar. 
and I had never really been in a prophetic place to get a strong word. And this word came, said that there's an old dead riverbed, and it was piled with debris. Nothing flowed in it. It was dead. It was piled up with all kinds of debris and clutter. It said that you're going to be digging on that. You're going to dig that debris out. And one of these days, the flow of the water in that river is going to flow. I had not a clue what all that was, but I do. That old dead riverbed is our inheritance, what I've come out of. It's packed up. There hasn't been anybody to deal with issues in life. He chose, he chose me to. He chose my to. So that, and we have, we've been digging that debris out, that inherited stuff. So that the flow of the Holy Spirit, that's the water. The flow of the Holy Spirit can come in and be where it hasn't been in generations. I believe that's what we're doing, and I believe it's going to happen. And I believe that all that he's doing in me actually is making headway for my kids to come back, (laughs) for their lives to change, for them to fulfill their destiny. I look back there. I will cry. I look back through that back row at Josh and Brian and all that they've put in their kids. I am so thankful for it. But you as a mom, no, that's not enough. You want it all. You want all your kids, all your grandkids to be in that place. And you know what? I'm going to see it. I am, and I'm testifying and declaring it right now. It is going to happen. Not only me, but we have all kinds of prodigals everywhere. The ones that have been in this church, the ones that have left, the ones that are connected to us, the ones that aren't. He's getting ready to bring in a harvest, and we get to be part of it. You know, my name is Teresa Ann, which means harvester and full of grace. And I want to fulfill that. And I believe that I am on a journey that is being redeemed so that I can walk in this like he wants me to. I really believe the timing of the harvest is at hand and he wants us free and ready to flow in him i praise and thank him for his great great love and mercy to deal with me out of love so much love because he has a purpose and a plan that i haven't fulfilled yet and he wants me to Sorry, I went over two minutes. That's what I wanted to share. I hope it's an encouragement to you. I don't feel like I have all that much to offer. It's only him. But you know what? 
If anybody wants prayer for anything, you're welcome. I just really felt in my heart that as I shared, I just wanted you to think about your own situations. Is there things in me that are blocking stuff that I don't even realize? My bad attitude toward this, what's it do to? So I'm just telling you, he wants us to get clean and free. I just feel like, you know, my heart feels released again. It feels light. It doesn't feel so bogged down. And I know he can do it for all of you, too, if you feel it. Lord, I just want to thank you for this word for your grace and mercy in my life and in all of our lives. I want to thank you for encouragement and hope for all that you have and what you want to do. And Lord, I just too truly give you so much glory and honor for caring so deeply for the things that are within us. Lord, I thank you for the hope in the future. And Lord, actually, I'm excited to see because I believe that it will not even compare to all the pain, the heartache, and the hardships we've had. So Lord, I just praise you, give you glory and honor, and I just thank you. I thank you for your faithfulness. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. 